Welcome to the outreach ministry of Bishop Victor Gill, Prophet of the Nation. Coming to you from the Caribbean paradise, the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. Join us right now for an experience that can change your life. Get ready for your miracle. Here is Bishop Victor Gill. My message today is real freedom. Real freedom. What is real freedom? According to the English dictionary's definition, freedom is the state of being free from undesirable controls or restrictions. In our text, we have a story of a young man that was possessed by a devil, and so he was not free. He was forced to do things that in himself he did not want to do until he was set free by Jesus. His problem was fundamentally spiritual. When many people think about freedom, they think about freedom in the sense of being free from physical bondages, free from shackles, free from manacles, free from chain, free from slavery, free from living under oppressive political regimes like feudalism of the medieval period, communism, fascism, totalitarianism, tyranny. We recognize that there are also systemic social bondages like racial profiling and apartheid that once existed in South Africa and also the caste system of India. However you look at it, it is important to note that bondage of people by other people has been around for a long time and according to scripture, it will be around even up to the very end because man's heart has not changed. In Revelation chapter 6 and verse 15, during the tribulation period, just before Jesus returns, it says, and the kings of the earth, the great men and rich men, the commanders and mighty men, every slave or bondman and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains. So we see here that right up to the very end, that there will be slaves. My first point today, number one, is the illusion of freedom and bondage. I want you to know that a person 
can be physically free and still be bound. I am talking about real freedom. Anybody out there? How many of you want to know that you are really free? How many of you want to know that you are free indeed? You don't, you don't just want to think you are free or be considered free by your contemporaries, but you want to be free indeed. A person can be physically free and still be bound. A person can be politically free and still be bound. A person can be economically free and still be bound. A person can be socially free and still be bound. And when I say socially free, I mean free in the sense of having the ability to move with certain amount of respect and ease among different social classes of society. You can be free Physically, politically, economically, socially, and still not have real freedom. And on the other spectrum, a person can be bound physically, politically, economically, socially, and yet be free in a real sense. The word of God says in 1 Corinthians 7 and verse 22, for he who is called in the Lord while a slave is the Lord's free man. And so you could be bound in so many ways. But if you are called of the Lord, he that the Son sets free is free indeed. Number two, what real freedom is. Real freedom is first and foremost and fundamentally spiritual. The man in the text was born by a spirit. The Bible says, Verses 21 and 22. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. And oftentimes they had cast him in the fire and in the waters to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us. And help, us, and help us. And the Bible says Jesus rebuked the spirit. And commanded it to come out of him and enter no more. How did this young man find himself with this spirit? He didn't go looking for this, I could imagine. But it was in him. Throwing him here, throwing him there. Throwing him everywhere. He was bound by a spirit. You know many people are like that today? This reveals that the root of bondage, the root 
It's spiritual. I want you to notice that the Bible says oftentimes the spirit cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. The revelation here is that the main purpose of the evil spirit was to destroy him. This reveals that there are evil spirits controlling many people. Whether you see the manifestation or not. Because Satan is very cunning. And sometimes he will hide himself to obtain his objective. Sometimes he will masquerade himself even as an angel of light. But he has one intention. To destroy. I want you to know with regard to this freedom that we are talking about and bondage, that there is no respect of person on the social spectrum. Even people in high societies and high offices are in bondage to evil spirits. The Bible tells us that Saul was a king. He was intelligent. He was royal. And he even looked royal. Physically, he was head and shoulder above the rest. He was the best of the best. Yet the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel 16 and verse 14 that he had an evil spirit. That an evil spirit troubled him even unto his grave. Oftentimes, Saul was thrown into the fire and the waters of mood swings. Fits of rage. Eventually was thrown into occultism. And finally, he became suicidal. And was thrown into a suicidal act. Don't play with the devil, you know. Because many times where it starts, it's not where it will finish. The Bible says, shun every appearance of evil. There are evil spirits troubling many. And throwing them all over the place. Not necessarily into literal fire and water. But the intent is the same. To destroy. That is why Jesus said in John 10 and verse 10. For the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill and to destroy. As it were many are thrown into the fire. And water. Of so many different things. People are thrown into the fire. And the water of mood swings. It's like. Hide and Jekylls. Beauty and the Beast. Some people are thrown into the fire of drugs. Alcoholism have to take my shot. So then they even get saved and secretly they're still drinking. Some are thrown into the, the fire of tobacco. Two o'clock in the night in the morning they get up trembling they have to light their cigarette. Where my cigarette? I do light my cigarette. The devil is throwing them. Sexual perversion. 
There are people who are thrown into the fire of sexual promiscuity. One man to the next or one woman to the next, so they are going. There are women that cannot stay with one man. They have to have sex here, sex there, sex over there, sex all over the place. So then they get married and they're still throwing themselves. Because behind it is a spirit throwing them. Thank God the Lord has delivered some of you. Fornication. Sometimes there are young people even in the church and they're throwing themselves there. They can't say no to some little skirt, some little, some little skittle. Some little school girl in the school clothes. You're going somewhere behind some bathroom, somewhere behind some bamboo patch, somewhere to mess your life up. Fornication is normal to you. The devil is throwing you all over the place. Some people reach old and they're still shacking up. They can't get married now because of the fornication thing. You're 85 years and you're still talking about the fornication thing. Some people are thrown into the fire of pornography. Ever so often, something else tell them, go and do it. And you get yourself immersed in all kinds of things. And then you come out feeling bad. You're feeling sick. I want to tell you, it's a spirit. Some people are thrown into the, in the, into the fire of homosexuality. You're looking like a man. Anybody will tell, any woman will like you, but you want another man. That's a spirit. Some, some women are thrown into the fire of lesbianism. And sometimes the woman wants another woman, but they want the woman that they want to look like a man and act like a man. And if you want a man, take the real thing. It has to be a spirit. You want a woman with coming with a plastic thing when they are the real thing that God... Come on, you better pray for me. Because the devil didn't want me to preach this message. Because I'm talking about real freedom. It's a spirit, it's a spirit, it's a spirit. This man in the text was thrown by a spirit. All his life, he was thrown into fire and water. And the devil had one intention and it was to destroy him. And I want you to know today that there are many like this man. There are people even in the church, visiting and frequenting the church. Church people that are not totally free. They are still being thrown in fire and water. And many times it's because they don't discern where it is coming from. They believe that their problem is probably this person who did, you, did me that and this person who did me the other. Let me tell you something. If anybody did anything to anybody, I was really bad. It was Jesus. And yet he overcame. And yet he saved all of us. Life is not about what happens to you. It's about how you respond. It's about 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. My friend, don't blame people. That itself is a bondage. Nobody can make you do wrong. There may be wrong people around you, but somebody got to take the high road and begin to do what is right. Act right. Live right. Because when people do you wrong for your right, then they come under a curse but you come under a blessing when you respond right to wrong.
come on somebody so it becomes an opportunity oh somebody had to put Jesus to the cross somebody had to betray him glory be to God but thank God he didn't betray nobody he didn't put nobody to the cross but he redeemed all of us so that we don't have to go to a cross some people they come out of one fire they got serious burn only to go into another fire I came to tell you what I really want to say is that that is not natural why do you want to hurt yourself why are you throwing you know it is wrong you did it it didn't work it burn you. It almost drown you. You come out gasping for air and but the mercy of God. So why are you going to throw yourself there again? Where is the devil tempting you to throw yourself right now? What are you thinking about doing? You know it's not a word of God. Who is telling you that? Why would you hurt yourself? The man was bought, brought to Jesus. Thank God. And Jesus commanded the spirit. Jesus didn't say, well, you know, counsel him. Carry him to Gamaliel. And let him read from the Mishnah. Jesus said, Come out of him, you unclean spirit. Listen to me, I come today to say, come out of some of you. Come out of this church. Come out of the minds of people, wherever they will hear this message. And Jesus said, and enter them no more. Somebody say no more. It's time we say no more. No more of the bondage. No more of the foolishness. No more of the craziness in this house, in this family. It is the devil that is throwing you in the fire. So I'm saying real freedom is spiritual. And you can have everything going for you and be bound by a spirit. Pastor, you don't understand. I don't like to come to church too often. You don't understand. I don't like this prayer meeting. I can't come out. You can't come out. You're bound by a spirit. Well, you better pray for me while I'm preaching. I come to expose the devil. I come to tell you it's a spirit. I am saying that regarding spiritual bondage, there is no respect of person. Real freedom is freedom from the power of Satan. And Satan don't say, look how much money you have, I believe him. Look, he has a fishing boat. Look, he has a, a, a yacht. Look, he has a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> really? Evil spirits bind different people in different ways. Evil spirits bind the minds of people with unbelief. Come on, somebody. False knowledge. False concepts in their minds. False ideologies. It's pride. 
Oh Lord, that's a major stronghold. And deception. The mind is the greatest battlefield. So Paul said in 2 Corinthians 10 verses 4 and 5, For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, watch this, and casting down imaginations. Things that people imagine, but it's not rooted in the word of God. If it's not coming from the word of God, where is it coming from? Casting down imaginations, watch this, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity bringing into bondage every thought to, your, to, to the obedience of Christ bringing into bondage the thoughts that had you bondage in bondage bringing into captivity the thoughts that keep people in captivity and notice I didn't say the manacles I didn't say the shackles I didn't say the chains I said the thoughts there are some thoughts that are more powerful than shackles manacles. There are some thoughts that are more powerful than chains on your hand. Oh, somebody. There are some thoughts that are more powerful than a dungeon, than a prison cell. And they are more formidable because you don't see it, but it is real. Some of you have an attitude, but it's not based in the word of God. You're doing it, but you can't validate it by the word of God. You're doing it, but you have no basis in the word of God. That's bondage, honey. That's bondage, brother. It's a spirit. And the devil's purpose is to destroy you. Are you there with me? Some of you are looking very good. But God sent me here today to mash up some things and to mash up the devil. You're looking decent, but watch this. The devil wanted to kill this man. But for years, he didn't kill him. Now, some of you say, if the devil wants to kill you, he'll kill you now. But there's something in the spirit that all of the devil is after you. There is a God who is watching out for you and protecting you. But the devil is still after you. So it means when God begins to expose the devil and show you some things you become more responsible because he mightn't defend you until the end of your life God exposed Saul when he was sleeping in the cave he was hunting David David came and cut a piece of his garment and said Saul look I could have killed you and that, that was time for Saul to repent Saul said oh David Oh David my son now I know the Lord has chosen you and you shall surely be king and you are more righteous than me. Oh he said it you see God is a merciful God God was still protecting Saul but after a while the devil threw him again. He threw another javelin at David. He sent men to arrest David to kill David and so now he ends up in more bondage from water to fire he gone down by the witch at Endor. Now he's in occultism. Listen to me. God sent me here to tell you, don't let it go to the next level because it will reach that point of no return. From occultism, he became suicidal and threw himself on his own sword. You know what it is to throw yourself on, a, on your own sword? In other words, painful thing. 
but you're doing it because of spirit. And some of us, God is asking us today, how long will I defend you and defend your family and defend your life in that situation where you are defying my word? Bondage. Bondage. Real bondage is spiritual bondage. And real freedom is freedom from the power of the devil and darkness. From wrong ideologies, wrong beliefs, wrong notions, wrong mindsets. Real freedom is freedom from sin. Romans 6 and verse 22. But now being made free from sin. If you're not free from sin, I don't care what you are free from. Some people say, oh, the white man, the white man enslavers. Why would you want to see free people with families, husbands, children in their own culture and take them from the point they call no turning point in Ghana where Barack Obama went and wept, shipped them out to the West Indies to make money for you and your family to live comfortable. The captor have to be a captive too. He has to be born too. So you don't have to have an attitude for, about the white man. You have to pray for the white man and pray for the black man. Because all of us have the same problem. Is the spirit, is the devil. Oh, come on. I'll just, I'll just help somebody out right there. That's what the devil will want you to believe. That we, you know, something wrong with us. The white man, the white man is better. He's not better. It's the white man that says, I'm a pedophilia. I am transgender. See a white man in a, he, he, he trans a baby. Three years old. So a 30-year-old man in a pram. He built a pram. He built a crib. And a high chair. And a stupid woman coming and putting food and he dribbling and he, he having tantrums. Come out of the crib. Something wrong with that foolishness. All sin is bondage. Real freedom, let me tell you this, is not something you inherit. Real freedom is not something you achieve. It is not something you physically fight for. Real freedom is not something you can pay for. Real freedom is not found on Wall Street. Real freedom is not found among the super rich. Real freedom is not found in the upper levels of society. It is not found among the aristocracies. Real freedom is not found in Buckingham Palace. But real freedom is found in Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Let me tell you this. Jesus is the only man that was born free. Lived free. Died free. And remains free. Nobody else. We appreciate the time you spent with us today. If you need prayer right now, send us an email to info at victorgill.org or call now at one 868 266-1830 and we will pray for you to get your miracle.
You can partner with Bishop Gill to bring healing to the nations by donating any amount at www.victorgill.org. Thank you. From our family to you, God bless you richly.